listen to and to. I'm the uptown A nigga. You know what's up or don't you? Burger who made ya? I'm a rude bitch nigga. What are you made of? Oh, no. Hi everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. It's your girl, Gabby. Hey, T. Welcome to another episode of Talk It Out. Remember, you can listen to us on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you could pretty much find an episode. That's who we are. Um, thank you guys for listening to our last episode with Bubba. We talked about mental illness in the black community. If you haven't heard that episode, make sure you check that out. So today, before we get into it, I want to share our social media accounts because um, we really love talking to you guys on there. We have a Facebook, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Instagram is instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast. And our Twitter is talkitout underscore pod. So hit us up there, guys. So today we're going to talk about something. Um... Apparently, I've been told that I talk white. And and this really offends me sometimes. And I'm like, I don't talk white. I just talk proper. Like, why are you putting these things on me? You can't get offended that I know big words and you don't. And you're stupid. And you didn't go to college. So, um, yes, I just really get offended Glasses. by this. So I want us to talk about this because I think it's really a bad issue in the black community where, you know, we make fun of smart people and we make them feel like they're nothing. And really, it's smart people that end up taking the world and ends up getting, giving all these ghetto people their jobs. So I just, yeah, I just want us to talk about that. So, KT, you're a white girl, right? Um, I know people have been listening to our episodes and a lot of them say that they thought you were a proper black girl i'm like no way katie's like totally white like more white than me huh <laughs> um I'm, I'm about to disconnect this episode for real because you're gonna find this is a parody oh, it's gonna be a parody episode it's a parody it's a, you're still on my nerves it's a parody okay so what what do you think people mean when they say that? To be honest, I don't really know. I, I guess because I don't talk proper, proper English. And um, maybe I mix the way I talk. Like, sometimes I talk in proper white girl English, I guess you could say, quote unquote. Um, and then other times I talk in a in a lower voice and not as proper like i don't know how to talk on the podcast without talking proper because i'm kind of talking proper now um interesting okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to that in a second um and, and I do notice sometimes, um, depending on who you're around, you do kind of change your voice, to be honest. Like, when you're with your family, you, you talk a certain way. And then when you're around me and other black people, you kind of change your voice a little bit. And so I think maybe that's what they're saying. Maybe because when you talk, when you get around us, you kind of get like a, a country twang more into your voice. And like you said, your voice kind of gets a little deeper and you start, you know, you start kind of taking on the way we talk. I, th- I think that's what it is to be honest. But I wanted I wanted to talk about the proper thing because I agree with you totally, 100%. Like, 
people get mad at us because we actually have educations and we actually read books. Like, how can they get mad at us that we know how to read big words and we know to, uh, how to enunciate our words? Why are they saying that's white? I can be black and be smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a lot of self-hatred in this community where we always think that white people are the smartest, but actually I'm black and I'm smarter than everybody. So I really want that to be addressed. So, okay, so um, for, for the people that weren't, weren't catching our drift, this was kind of a parody of, of what I see on uh, social media. Um, whenever it comes to um, the topic of talking white, um, I see a lot of people delving into some, some murky waters, especially black people. Um, when they're talking about how they people have told them they talk white, um, I, I see it delving a lot into classism. I see it delving a lot into elitism, and uh, sometimes white supremacy. Um, and I, I kind of just want to address it from the jump. Uh, okay, so here's my thing. Like I, I talked about this in the self hate episode that we did. Um. When most people are talking about you talk white, okay? Back in the day when I was, like, really on my self-hate tip, like, when I was, like, a libertarian (laughs) black girl who was, like, a special snowflake black girl who thought I was better than all the other black girls, when people used to tell me I talk white, I thought there was, like, a sense of pride. I was, like... Oh, that is so good. That means I talk proper. That means I'm like the white girls. Oh, my goodness. Like, I wasn't even offended by that. I was just like, okay. They used to call me white girl. I used to be like, okay, whatever. But eventually I got to the point where I was like, I was starting to get pro-black, but I wasn't like all the way there. So then I started um, getting to a tune of, um, I don't talk white. I just talk proper. And at first, I thought this would, that was a fine thing to say. And, but then, um, you know, just through learning and researching and um, growing up, I've, I realized that was kind of wrong to say, too. Because most of the time, when people are saying, you talk white, just in my experience, they're not saying you use big words. Oh, my gosh. Who, what is this? The 19... 19- some uh basic generic stereotypical 1990s uh melodrama about some black kids in the hood where they're beating up some nerd like what most of the time when people are saying you talk white they're not saying you use big words they're talking about tone oprah winfrey is very articulate she used all her r's she she enunciate all her verbs but if i have my eyes closed I know that's a black woman talking. You know what I'm saying? KT. Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. He's very articulate. Harvard graduate. Uses, enunciates all his verbs. If I had my eyes closed, I know there's still a black guy because black people, for the most part, have a, have a lower, stronger tone than white people. Right. Now, when folks is saying that you talk white... That means, to me, at least what I used to do back in the day is, your, your strong, low tone, you change that. 
you change it for it to be a more lighter, softer tone. And you kind of, as far as what I've seen, like, you take on the Valley Girl thing, like what I was doing in the beginning. Like, oh, my gosh, girl. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this, you know that's why Everybody knows that. I don't know why everybody's playing like they don't know what that is. Like, that's, that's just how basic white girls talk. <laughs> like, you know what we're talking about. And it might not be anything, like, it might not be like my instance where it was like I was trying to be white. It's just who you grew up around. If you grew up around a lot of white people, you're just going to end up talking like them. And it's not a, a jab to you necessarily, but it is what it is. It's called a thing a thing. So, and, and yeah. And so I on think, the flip side, and I hate to interrupt you, go but ahead, on the go flip ahead. side, how do you feel about white people who use slang, like, like flip that, you flip that for me. Instead of it being, you know, uh, oh, you know, quote yeah. unquote, yeah, yeah, black women or black people, quote unquote, talking white. How do you feel about white people, quote unquote, talking black? Well, the main difference like, is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like that that's an issue. Like, like that's kind of like, ugh, like don't do that. But well, how do you feel? I, I think the main thing with being black in the white space is is about assimilation, right? So, and sometimes, like I said, it delves into elitism and stuff like that. But a lot of times when it's just, like, a white person, like, trying to fit in with the blacks, if they haven't, like, grown up around black people, like, all their life, I side-eye them. Now, if that's all you've been around, like, and that's, like, all you were surrounded by, I mean, that shit, it is what it is. But if you, like, one of them people where you know you don't talk like that in your normal day life, and then you get around some black people, you're like, yeah, girl, what you're talking about, girl? I'm like, ew. And and you can tell, you can tell, because those types of white people, it's like they, they're going extra and above and beyond, and it doesn't sound natural. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> it's like, yeah, girl, on fleek. Like, what What are you saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just laughing their face. I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's 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 funny. And, and like what you were talking about, KT, uh, I'm going to call you out a little bit, because you were saying you normally talk white. And you said proper. So are you saying no, only... I'm you saying, I said quote unquote. Like on the podcast, I don't normally, I don't talk normal. On, on the podcast, I don't use my normal voice. On the podcast, I use my, my work voice. Um, so for instance, like at work, I am always really, like I have a higher pitched voice during work. And normally that's the type of voice that I use on the podcast and I don't use my normal voice. So that, that's what I meant by when I said that. Okay. 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 And, and, um, and yeah. And for people that still like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't talk white. I just talk proper. Everybody knows about code switching. Everybody knows. Every black person has that white person telephone voice when a telemarketer calling or when somebody right. they don't know calling when they get an interview. They could be like, my mama, oh, she is the queen of it. I love him. A mama can just could have just been on the phone hollering. Like you could hear her down the block. A number she don't know get on the phone. Hi. Um, ah. this is, um, so-and-so, so-and-so. This is Gabby's mom, yes. Um, 
I was just wondering about that. I was like, oh my gosh. But I do it too. Everybody does it. It's like cold, it's called cold switching. It's a part of assimilating. So I just, I just, I just want to talk about that really quick because I feel like a lot of times folks ain't being honest. And that, cause, cause they know what folks be talking about, but they just want to make a point. They're not like these other black people who speak in slang in AAVE and that they're better than them. Yeah. But I feel like part, I felt some, somewhat like that's kind of classes. It is. In a way. And that's what, yeah. Like it's like way classes. Like you don't know. And not only classes, it's also ignorant on that person period, because it's like their dialect or where they're from or even the environment that they grew up in is different than yours. And that doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means it's different. Right. And like I said, that's how it always goes into it's like, well, you can't get mad at me because I got an education. I read books and I this and that. that. It's like, girl, that ain't what we talking about. We talking about why you talk like like Jilly, Jilly from from St. Valley, from Santa Fe uh, in Beverly Hills. When you know you grew up in the projects, like, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's just something that I was thinking about. And um, the next thing I want to talk about really quickly is um, there was a story of um, and between us girls, they tagged us in it. Um, this uh fraternity, I forget what it was. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Anyways, they have this annual for guys. No, it was a fraternity actually. Before where you can get your your facts straight, they do this scholarship thing for for uh, black women. Um, the Iota Deltas um, crowned the 2017 Miss Black University of Texas. We thank our lovely contestants as well as everyone who came to support. Now, when I first saw this girl. I said either white lady or white Latina lady. There was nothing in I, I didn't I didn't see black, okay? And mm-hmm. um so there's that. And so they have that picture of her standing by herself. Then they have a picture of her um standing by these other women. One of them is light skinned, she won Miss Cream. And this other dark-skinned girl, she won Miss Cream something. I don't know what this stuff is. Anyways, it, it started a big, a big Twitter hoopla, and um, we were tagged in it, like I said, by Between Us Girls, and they they wanted to know what we thought. So, um, after doing a little bit more research, I found out that in the past, you know, um, the other women have been very varying skin tones and have been black passing or whatever, but. I think it's just people aren't saying here's here's the problem. People aren't saying the girl didn't deserve to win. Nobody is saying that. But what they are saying is it's sure it's it's like a representation of society. Not that it was intentionally meant to be, but it just kind of shows you how society works. Like of right. course of course, the white white passing black girl is going to win. Is going to win, and of course, they're gonna have a picture. Even though you know they they say it's tradition where the the two runner ups like bow to the the winner of the thing. 
it's like a representation though of of society it's like the white is right and everybody else just get in line and then it's light-skinned and it's dark-skinned nobody's saying again that the woman didn't deserve to win nobody's saying that the woman wasn't qualified but it just as far as being a black woman and uh, a brown-skinned darker black woman it kind of puts a tinge in you now if it's justified or not that's another thing but I think it's just that we have gone through so much black women, black people as a whole, but mainly black women with colorism and not feeling accepted, not feeling loved in our community. What makes you think that us seeing an image like that, we going to be like, oh, my gosh, praise her. Yes, queen. Yes. This lady who clearly looks white with, with two other black women kneeling down before her. Like what? So, I don't think, I, I looked down there, I didn't see anybody saying the she shouldn't have won necessarily, but I did see a lot of people saying it kind of just looked, it looked bad. And that's, a, I mean, we everybody has is entitled to their opinions, so there's nothing wrong with saying that. And I can admit, it does kind of look bad, Um, but what can you do? If, if the girl says she's half black, her dad is light-skinned apparently, and her mom is white. Um, then according to the one drop rule, she's black. So what do you think about it? If you think anything at all, if you can say anything about it, I don't think you can really say anything about it, but yeah, there's not much that I can say other than, like you said, I think it's a reflection of society as a whole period. Like, a, like you said, of course the light skinned woman is going to win. Have you seen the picture of her? Mm-mm. Let me see you the picture, because it's not just a light-skinned woman. Look at this girl. What the, what the hell? Don't you look white? We need, her, we need to see pictures of her uh, her parents. This, need, this reminds me of Rachel Donzell or whatever Dollars the hell out. that is. Her name is Rachel, actually. Whatever that girl's name is, that woman's name is. We need to see her, her, uh, her parents. And, of course, somebody's going to come on here, comment on here, I'm sure. Um, don't say that about light-skinned people. You're erasing them. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so of course like, you're going to say it's erasing. I know. Like, I just have a huge feeling like someone's going to be... Because I follow this makeup blogger, um, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows her. Her name is Rachel as well. But I can't remember her last name for the, for the life of me. But um, she's really, really, really popular. And she's black. But she is lighter skinned. Um, and I remember whenever people were telling her, yeah, like, of course, light skin privilege is a thing, blah, 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 blah. And then she posted this Snapchat stream that was like, you guys are so rude. That isn't true. I'm still black. At the end of the day, we're all black, blah, blah, blah. And like, I was like sitting there side eyeing her because literally she. I couldn't remember at that time, at any time she had posted like darker skinned women mm-hmm. or said anything about darker skinned women in, in makeup, period. Right, 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 right. And I don't know if you know, but like makeup with darker skinned women is really, really, really hard to find. Uh-huh. Unless you're trying to go, um, you know, name brand. And even then it's even, it's hard to find as well. So 
So she was using that as like a scapegoat. Like, we all black, but she never post dark skin black. Yeah, women. basically. That reminds me of them folks on Tumblr. Like, them them uh dudes on Tumblr, they would be like, um, or even the, the girls on Tumblr, they'd be like, we all black, y'all, we all black. You look on their stuff, it's nothing but like Janae Aiko and uh, Sade now. Like, no dark skin nice. woman at all. <laughs> but we all black. And it's like, okay, um, whatever. But I think one day when we do our colorism part two, we can talk about it. Because a lot of times, even though we are all considered black, at the end of the day, we already talked about it. Light-skinned people receive certain privileges. So in some realms, our experiences are not identical. And it's okay to admit that. Just like it's okay for us to admit that a black woman experience or a black a, a person that's perceived as a black woman experience will be different than a person that's perceived as a black man's experience because of sexism and racism mm-hmm. or just it, either way it, it's it, it doesn't mean that that they're not a part of the black community it doesn't mean that light-skinned people aren't part of the black community or that we're negating them it's just that sometimes Things need to be said, like, and you don't need to get offended by it. You know what I'm saying? I am offended that you said I don't need to get offended. Offended. Oh my goodness, I'm tired. I'm tired. You know what I'm talking about? Tired about? Because this is kind of going left. This this just gonna be a talking episode. Hmm. But we already talked about this with uh, Joy that one episode, but then nobody listened to it. So I want to talk about it now. (laughs) Trade. How come the main one saying that America is becoming too PC, that the people are becoming too sensitive, you say one little thing about them, they ready to have your head. The main one saying that America is becoming too politically correct. If you say anything about the Cheeto man, they ready to have you fired. They ready to take your children and your kids. They will call you anything but a child of God. They get so offended. Why do they get so offended? KT, tell me. Because um, those are the people who's... Uh, those are the people whose life has never been questioned. Does that mm. make sense? They've yeah. never been othered before. Yeah. And so now that they're being othered, they feel some type of way, even though people have been othered forever and ever, especially people of color and, you know, people, oppressed people have been othered. So that's why. That's why they get offended. They've never been othered before. They need to suck it up. Ain't that what they're telling us? They're telling us that everything we say, anything we do, we're being offended. But all we're saying is most of the time it's just like, can I be treated like a decent human being? And they get offended by you asking to be treated like a decent human being. Thank you. Thank you. But need a whooping. Everybody just needs a big old whooping. So, KT, why why do you talk differently around black people? And as I said, I don't. Yes, you do. No, when I see I you around some white folks, you talk a certain way. And when I see you around black folks, you talk a certain what, way. What white folks have you seen me around? 
not only your family, but just a white people in general. Like at a store, you see a white person, you talk a certain way. Like no, you, this around. I have never talked to any white people around you besides my family. You never talked to a white person at a store around me. You never talked to a waitress, a white waitress. No. Yes, you have. Different. I think it's different. It's different as a white, as like a waitress. Okay, but a black I'm, waitress. You talk to the black waitress and the white waitress the exact same. Yes. Why would Mm-mm. I not? That doesn't because, make any because sense. Because you see, I think you see black and you like, okay, well, I need to talk a certain way because they black. No, I don't. I think you just saying that to give us some rouse on the podcast. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling it like it is. Now, this no. is what we're going to do, actually, because I'm inviting two white girls onto the podcast. They're from Lighting Myself on Fire podcast. We're going to talk about white feminism one of these days. And I want y'all to listen to KT and tell me if she's talking the exact same as she does if we have a black guest on there. Y'all stay tuned for that, because I don't even think we've had no white guests on our show. My thing to you is, is like, obviously, I am really, really comfortable with you. Okay. So I talk in my normal voice. Like, this is my normal, everyday voice. Like, right now. And I'm obviously really comfortable with you, so of course I can do that. With my family, I have a different level of comfort with them. Mm-hmm. And I have a different maybe tone with them. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's da, 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 because da. that's how that's how my family talks and so then that's how I feel comfortable talking to them. It's not because I see well they're white. No, that's just how my family talks and that's just how it feels. And as well as with you, like I, like I said, I can be myself, so I just talk like myself. With my family, I don't necessarily talk like myself. Hmm. I talk like them. Well, well, I, can, I, I guess. Well, my family, I talk, I talk the same with my family. I guess the only time I'd say I really, I'd kind of put on a voice is if, like I said, I'm around white folks, and then. Uh, sometimes at church, I don't talk. It's country. I kind of put on. I kind of uh remove the draw. Even though everybody over there, we all know each other. I sometimes kind of um. You know why you do that? Enunciate better. Why? Because you think you're better. What? Yeah. I think I'm better than the folks at church. Yeah. What makes you think that? Because it's the way you it's the way you hold yourself compared to the people at church. I don't know, it, but let me tell you, this is how you act. You do act different at church. You act a hundred times different at church. Hell, because the church people look at you as some kind of god. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby ain't never. Gabby has never cussed a day in her life. She has never gotten pregnant. She doesn't even have a man. She is saving herself for the Lord. But <laughs> so the people there at the church look at you differently, so you act differently. 
And I don't necessarily think that, you know, that's because you're classless, which you definitely are classless. Let Girl, me, let get me out. That. No, I'm not. You, definitely, you are definitely classless. How? You think you're better. And you definitely are. But <laughs> in not. that regard, I don't think that has anything to do with your classism. I think that's just how the church, like, looks at you because your your dad and your mom are, like, higher up in the church. So... Well, I, I think I, because of that, you have to act a certain way and and treat others a certain way and, and do things differently. And I don't know why you're not just yourself, but that's you. So, I mean, I do feel like I, I can't totally be myself at the church. But the funny thing is, like most of the people there are my family anyway. So they, they know both sides. Um, But maybe I, maybe I act like that around my extended family, too. Hmm. You do, because I notice you act 100,000% different than you act around me compared to them. I remember the first time, like, I went to church with you, and, like, the whole time you were real quiet, and you were just really reserved, and, like, didn't even look at people in the eye and anything like that. Like, you were acting shy the whole time, and then, like... As soon as we got in the car, you just opened back up and became yourself. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, this is, she's, first of all, she's living a lie in one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, um, which one is the truth? Who is the, what is the truth? What is the truth, Oprah? Yeah, what is the truth? That's what I want to know. What is the truth? Because... You do. You act one hundred percent different at the. Do you think maybe that's just me being a um introvert? No. Hmm. Why you said it? Because your introverted side, um, you don't talk at all, at all, and you don't want to be bothered. You're in your introverted side. Uh huh. At the church, you're okay with being bothered. You just don't want people to, and, and even people who do talk to you, you let them walk all over you in the conversation. Even with your other friends, like I noticed when you were with a redacted name as a friend, uh-huh. you would not talk over her, not one little bit. She would talk for years and years and years and years. And all you do is just sit there and shake your head. Yes. Mm. Shaking your head. You mm. just act. You acted. You act differently when you're around people that you're not super duper duper comfortable, comfortable with. with. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. Like I'm not super duper comfortable with my family. So I talk with them and I act with them a certain way compared to how I act with you. Okay. And I'm super comfortable with you, so. Okay. All right, all right. You went all around the world in 80 days just to get to that point, but. Okay, my Like I said, like is, I said. Wait, 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 wait. We'll test it out. We'll test it out when we bring the whites. We'll test it out when we bring the whites. The whites. All right, so really quickly, I will recommend something. KT will recommend something. So um, yesterday, um, I started watching Chewing Gum. I was very reluctant to watch it because I'm I'm this weird person where it's like, if the stars aren't aligned right, I won't watch the show. 
like eh, I won't watch it because um, actually I think this is what it was, and I'm I'm gonna read you again because you read you read me last time. Okay, let's go. Uh, I think what it was is that there wasn't anybody a celebrity that you knew that what? was in it, and it <laughs> wasn't popular, so what? you didn't want to watch it. It was pop. What do you mean a celebrity? I don't even know celebrities. And yes, exactly. it was it was yeah, popular. Exactly. It was popular on Tumblr. It was all over Tumblr. I have been saw that jank. No, no, no. Cause you tried to get me. Remember when you tried to get me and tell me that I only like to watch stuff that has super hu- huge celebrities in it? <laughs> <laughs> remember that. That was a few days back. And I don't even know if we're on the podcast, but I remember that. Girl, anyway. I don't even know what you're talking about. But uh, let me finish. I love it. I love it. It's so weird and funny and quirky. It's like my type of humor. The girl is hilarious. The people are just weird and gross, and I love it. I love it. I told you you would, and you didn't listen to me. I know, but eventually I listened, right? I listened eventually. K2 was right for once. This show was actually good. And I'm I, I, hurt! Um, I'm on episode three. But... If you haven't checked it out, check it out. You'll like it. It kind of puts you in the mind of Awkward Black Girl, um, the, the web series that Issa Rae did before the show. And um, it's just really fun and uh, silly. What would you like to recommend? I would recommend that everyone puts on deodorant in the morning. What would you like to recommend? <laughs> I recommend that everyone puts on deodorant in the morning. KT's about to be fired. Recommend a TV show or a book? I don't read. That's gross. A TV show. Um, let me see. Oh, I'll probably recommend this a million times. Uh, I recommend watching Legion, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ew. How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I also recommend watching Attack on Titan. Yep. And Gotham. Woo. Also, I recommend um everything in the whole world. Okay, makes sense. All right, I still have to watch Attack on Titan, but but yeah. All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up. This was another a short episode. We're not gonna keep you long. Um, thank you again, Bubba, for being on the show last week. And, um, you know, usually if we have a little short episode like this, that means the next one's going to be a banger and a hitter. So stay tuned for the next episode. You won't want to miss it. Um, yeah, just shout out to everybody that's, that's been supporting us, Danny and Cleo, and everybody in the pod squad. Uh, shout out to the pod panel. And again, our anniversary, our one year anniversary is coming up in a couple of months. We're going to have some t-shirts by then, hopefully. And um, we're going to do some giveaways and prizes and some fun stuff. So stay tuned for that. Any more housekeeping? Nope. All right. I think that's it. This has been your girl, Gabby. Hey, T. And this has been Talk It Out.